Hey, what's going on, folks? This is February 4th, and I'm Michael, and this is the Editor's Roundtable Podcast. I'm also joined by my co-host. Hi, I'm Chrissia. And I'm Jill Bold. I'm the editor-in-chief of The Collegian. And my name is Dang, and I am the managing editor. Who cares? Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dang is my lifeline. He's king. Okay, so calm down on the other side of that round table. <laughs> All right. Um, we're going to go right into it uh, We with our uh, residential politics expert, uh, Chrissia. You vote 2020, and she's. I think she's going to talk a little bit about what happened last night. Oh, at the caucus. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I guess I can do both. Um, so You Vote 2020 is a pair of events that's going to be hosted on Northwest campus. And the event organizers say that there's going to be locally elected officials ranging from county judges to state representatives to tax assessors. So if you're wondering what in the world a tax assessor does, you should probably go to this event um, because these positions, the more local positions are the ones that actually matter most because they make more decisions on how, you know, if you have a job, you know, taxes are taken out of your job, where do they go? These people are the ones that make those choices for us. Um, and these elections, like municipal elections, also have the lowest voter uh, turnout. So um, that's that's a disparity. That's a gap that we need to close. Um, the event is both events. One of them is on February 6th, and one of them is on February 19th. Uh, the February 6th one is at 11 a.m.? Yes, it's, not, it's 11. 11 a.m. Uh, at the Northwest Library, and then the one at, on February 19th is at 9.30 a.m. At right. the Northwest Library. I'll be attending the February 19th event. Yeah, meet and greet with Jill. Yeah, <laughs> come see me. I think no, you're doing the sixth. I'm not meeting or greeting. I, I think you're locally elected. Or the sixth, yeah. 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 So <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a local <laughs> official, so yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, and as for the Iowa caucuses, there's really not much to say because we don't have results yet. Um, so that was like a that was a like whole a, lot to say about that though. Yeah, that was like a big <laughs> deal last night. I I took a nap. I got home and I was like, I'm gonna have dinner, and then I fell asleep for like an hour at 10:30. Whoa! And then I woke up at 11:30 and I was like, Let me see who won, and there was no results. Um, Pete Buttigieg had declared himself the winner. But so did Bernie, <laughs> and like kind of. I, I think they all spoke their winning speech. All of them. But like, he was going a little did. bit ahead. He yeah. was like... Elizabeth Warren was like, this night is for the ladies. This night is for all the hardworking people, for all the babysitters out there. Well, this night listen, is for all of you. And I was like, that sounds a little bit That sounds just grateful early. to me. But Pete was like, we shocked the world tonight. Like, what did you shock with? Like, there's well, no results. He, he was leading... <laughs> With 2% in, though, but he was leading, like, at the time when they were announcing. Um, there was a lot of social media yeah. of the caucus goers that were just posting up the information that wasn't necessarily being, like, officially reported. So yeah. there's been a lot of um, a lot of eyeballs on this because this isn't just a matter of casting a ballot, you know. Yeah. It's, it's physical people are the ballots, basically, and, like, you can't deny that they yeah. exist and that they're there. So it's really interesting to see why they're delaying this when 
just seems like it'd be really easy for them to count this up. Yeah. It does not seem that hard. And so um, just not knowing like what really is going on. In, in 21st century, and we should still stick by the 19th century voting. Do you think, do you think they got hacked? Pen. Do you think the app got hacked? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think know the caucus that. is an absolute waste of time. It's a very, it's literally a form of voter suppression. It to is. Me. It is. Because um, of all of the people that are excluded due to just yeah. the practical yeah. application of trying to get there. Yeah. Like it's people don't vote whenever it's like just going and like marking a box on a ballot. How do you expect people to show up after like a nine hour work day? To something that lasted like five hours like it did yeah, last night. Yeah, so you, you don't bring your kids if you're a parent because that's a hassle. Yeah. Um, if you're working, it's like, do I want to work all day and then go do this? No. So you get retirees <laughs> and people who don't work or can take yeah. time off whenever work. they feel like it. Um, it's awful. But you know what? I have to very, applaud Warren for having child care provided by her staff. That's <laughs> freaking brilliant, honestly. That's good on her, yeah. Um, that's all I have to say about the caucus. Let's not have that next election cycle. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of been hanging by a thread the last couple of years. I mean, the last couple of years haven't been this bad, but they have been pretty bad. And it's it's so it's such an old idea. And like you said, it excludes so many people. It just there's no place for it anymore. Caucuses anyways. Yeah, no. And also having a 90 percent. <laughs> white state go first i'm sorry yeah i mean not representative of the electoral college and maybe whatsoever. maybe in you know 1900 or 1950 but now definitely not yeah no. not even close let's do away with that i'm fine with that anyways next next topic all right madlets what the heck is that Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought I got, I'm going to get like a grand introduction, not like, okay, oh. so Madlets. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Blackpink K-pop song, but. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> to my right, I have the drama queen, the managing editor, <laughs> the bang from Vietnam, dang Lee, give up Dang Lee. Yes. Woo. Are you in the Dang Gang? Uh, I am. Oh, my oh, gosh. No. Let's bring back to Madlets. Okay. I certainly prefer a small introduction than that, but okay. Um, so Madlets is an event on January 28th. So it was hosted by the TR Writing and Learning Center. Um, TR instructor Jennifer Solomon, she had the idea of combining Shakespeare and Dr. Seuss together. Um, her idea was that for Dr. Seuss, he wrote children books, and it's very easy to understand. It's easy to comprehend. And then you have Shakespeare, who she deemed as, and I quote, either you understand him or either you don't understand him at all. So, like, there's nothing in between. So her idea was to combine these people and then put students in there in, like, each of these authors' writing perspectives, and from that they can form like their own writing style, and they can understand the difficulty during writing, and then how to overcome uh, overcome that. So um, during the event, she passed out the like. If you see here, I thought you said she passed out. I <laughs> she was passed like, out the, the worksheet. The power of Dr. Seuss. <laughs> the power of Dr. Seuss. <laughs> she um, straight up fainted. No. So, Mad Lips <laughs> is actually a play on word on Mad Lips. So, Ooh. it's. it's <laughs> 
um, so so you know, like you fill in the blank on like some missing words. So that's what she did. Um, she had worksheets. <laughs> she did that. This is fun. So so she passed like a worksheet of of uh, a work by Shakespeare, and then she took out fourteen words, and then she had students fill in them, and the result like all of them give different like words and all of them like it and the poem turns to like a totally different vibe and it totally it gives different meaning from what shakespeare initially had and it's just fun to see that sometimes like in an event you write like the professor asks you to write like a thousand word essay just 14 words 14 adjectives or nouns can change the entire meaning of your essay and wow. it's just a great way for and it's just a great way for students to learn to use their words effectively to describe or also like to know that sometimes that when they have word limits they can still like writing and communicate efficiently without worrying that they don't have enough words because they can they just have to think a little bit deeper and try a little bit harder and all in all, I thought it was just like a really cool event to, you know, yeah, like pretty unique. Yeah, pretty neat. And they will have like and they will have like more workshops going on as to like the learning center. Like it's it's a part of a learning series. So that's like six weeks of, you know, like different perspectives of writing. So this week will be Madlets where they're thinking of writing perspectives and then uh, in the upcoming weeks, they will be talking about um, how your story matters when writing nonfictions. And then they have like plot twists where they're talking about like twists and turns during fictions or movies. And then they will have uh, on the 19th, they will have uh, a workshop about how lyrics move people where they compare lyrics by Lizzo and The Beatles which will Whoa. be very interesting. Like, they will put that Ooh. together. I mean, it's almost like Shakespeare's and Dr. Seuss. I never thought that combination would work, but they work Aww. either way. <laughs> <laughs> Mike has a hatred for Lizzo, and I don't get where that's coming from. I don't she, get it either. Just confident woman who does her thing. Um, exactly. But, <laughs> and then... From on, that look, it doesn't <clears throat> seem like that's what your problem is. Good. The words I want to use on about this topic I can't use due to this being a school podcast. So, <laughs> all right, yeah. all right. And then we're uh, all adults here. And then not all our listeners are exactly. All right, so Hi. back to so, promoting for the learning and writing center. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get y'all away before y'all arguing. <laughs> um, so on the twenty sixth, they will have like an animation cartoons discussion as to how like all these animations could help during writing. And then their last will be on March third will be for poetry, um, where they discuss and talk about elements and literary terms of poetry. So I thought it's like a very nice and neat series of workshops that can help students like finding perspective throughout their whole writing series and they can you know like they can just work on perfecting their entire stuff together and yeah i just thought that it's cool and neat to see different things get compared to bring out the better overall result 
Yeah, like Lizzo cool. and Beatles, right, Mike? Uh, no, <laughs> that's no, a, that's a sudden, yeah. silence. I'm gonna see you after this podcast. Oh, good. Outside the booth. Oh no. All right. Anyways, let's move on. So <laughs> there's only a hallway outside the booth, so don't there's worry, only, guys. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Th- that's okay. Empty bed. Yeah. Nah, I mean, fine. I, I should be fine. I mean, I'm not saying anything wrong, so. I, I'm proud he to, has friends to take in my high stance. <laughs> yeah. He's friends with the editor. He's in chief. So. Yeah. The <laughs> editor in chief will protect me. That mom power will protect me. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You don't need my mom power. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> okay. Sorry. That was a really delayed laugh. All right. Here we go. So we're going to talk. What? Oh. <laughs> so we're going to go on to another story. Um, so I wrote a story this week about workaholism. You know what that is? Are you familiar with the term? Like you work too much? Yeah, it's a person who <laughs> is completely <laughs> addicted to and obsessed with working and studying and just really takes it too far. So it's really easy to go too far in, you know, in today's society. Everyone's pushing for more money, working harder, better grades, more degrees, all of that. And while it's really good to push yourself, it's good to um, try to try to achieve, you know, more than you thought you could, but you don't want to, uh, you don't want to harm yourself in the process. So basically, if you feel like you're afflicted with workaholism, you need to consider some self-care. If you find yourself studying and working too much, you have to keep in mind that you have to give yourself a break and um, that you have to care for yourself if you're ever to be able to give anything meaningful to anyone or any project that you have. Ultimately, though, it's 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 just going to burn you out and waste your time if you just go too hard all the time, because burnout is definitely going to happen eventually because we can't all go hard forever. Um, so, yeah, workaholism, it's not a good thing. It's harmful. And um, just don't take it too far. Like balance is the key. And um, if you if you think that you're not really sure if you're pushing it too hard or, or not, ask somebody, ask for help. All right, and we'll be back in a few moments. Um, got anything to say before we go on this break? I don't have anything to say. Let's let's go on break. All right, let's just break. Be right back. All right, back. Thanks. Hey everyone, just gonna take this quick opportunity to announce that we are currently hiring campus editors, photographers, and designers for South, Southeast, and Northwest campuses. Working at the Collegian is a really great way to gain more experience if you're interested in journalism or the media aspects of it. If this sounds like something that interests you, don't hesitate to reach out to collegian.editor at tccd.edu for more information. Now back to the podcast. All right, welcome back to the Editor's Roundtable podcast. Next up, we have a review for the one and only Taylor Swift <laughs> from the one and only <laughs> Dangly. Go ahead. So this is another way, this is another chance for me to express my love for Taylor Swift, if y'all haven't know that. Right on. Um, so this is actually a documentary. It's going to be her second part um, of the deal with Netflix. She signed a three-part deal. Um, which cover her Reputation Stadium tour already for the first one. This is the second one. Um, What's this one called? 
This one is called Miss Americana, which uh, the title was taken from her uh, song title Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince. Um, good song, <laughs> really good song. And it's 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 almost when you heard it the first time, it's it's very shallow. It's like a high school thing, but then when you heard it like the second time, there are layers, like there are political, deep political layers in there. So I I kind of guess why. That's why she wants to title this as Miss Americana because to me this is like the awakening of Taylor Swift as like a citizen, not just like an artist, not just like I I finally know what I want to record for my next album or I finally know that why I didn't win Grammys. This is her, you know, stripped down talking about why um, she countersued this radio DJ for one dollar. After he sued her for millions of dollars for getting her out of job, and this is after um, he allegedly like sexually like robbed her under the dress yeah. when taking a picture back in 2013. So mm. she and her team got her got him fired, and then he sued her for getting him out of a job. Um, so he, she won. Yeah, so, she countersued. Right. Yeah, she yeah. countersued for a dollar, which earned uh, respect from so many people. Um, and then that was like the awakening for her to, you know, like get involved more in politics and get involved more in equal rights, which then leads to her for the first time ever, I believe in 2018, um, spoke out against Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn. <coughs> who, no um, comment. <laughs> no comment. Same. I do not enjoy Marsha Blackburn. Um, who had multiple time vote against women's equal right. Um, so when I saw that Instagram post, I was like in complete shock because Taylor Swift has always been like a nice girl next door and like a blonde white girl who many people deem as like a secret um, conservative. You can see me, you can see Google and search meme of Taylor Swift wearing MAGA hat. And like voting for <laughs> Donald Trump and all that, and all of a sudden she spoke out against the Republicans. Which I mean, it's it's to me it's a risky take <coughs> at that stage of her career since she was already like being alienated by after the Kanye Kim fiasco, and at at thirty years old you you don't get much chance with ra- with radio support anymore. So it's. It's definitely risky that now you even want to, like, take out a huge part of your fan base. Like, she came from, like, country background, which means a lot of Republicans. And now she spoke out, like, publicly against Republicans. So, basically, I mean, it, it showed in the performance of, like, her, in the commercial performance of her newest album. But I guess... During that time, she didn't mind at all. And if you look, if, and if you watch her documentary, which was like to me, which was really well done, it was a little bit short, but it was well done. Um, before all of that happened, like we only see like an Instagram post, but like before that, she was questioned by the entire team, like with f- all like full of men, sit her, like sat her down questioned her why do you want to talk against politics why do you why do you want to talk about politics why do you want to talk about against marsha blackburn why is this important to you it's not worth like you know ruining your careers for this and just to remind her dad sat on their side too her dad was like let's not do that and you know like it's hard like 
putting your careers together like for 10 <coughs> years and now you just try to you know ruin it and i'm and glad that she did that no. i think that shows um I think that shows her as a really good role model that she can speak out and say what she truly believes and isn't just going to go along with what other people think that she's supposed mm -hmm. to go along with. I think by age 30, <laughs> you should mm -hmm. be doing that. And I think she's doing that. I mean, to me, um, many people said that celebrities shouldn't be involved in politics. Well, I do think there are that, people too. that there, <laughs> there, there are people too, and they're giving their platforms to promote something to young people. Which if you don't like yeah, what Taylor Swift says, then don't listen to her. Then don't listen to her. I, I agree. Um, and the thing is, she um, after her post, I believe the number of um, young voters got like shot way up in yeah. Tennessee. So she obviously is using her her, you know, like she's using she her platform power. to do something there. And and I'm just glad that she did that. And then in the documentary, the only person that was like by her side the entire time was Andrea, her mother, um who we know from the documentary also is and from her interview also that she's battling like brain cancer. Um, battling like brain cancer, which is why she's shortening her uh, concert. Um, so so she's shortening her tour. Um, so love and lights for her. Um, back to the documentary. <laughs> I want y'all to know what's going on here yeah. right now. <laughs> I do want to talk about why <laughs> Dang was like stopping in that sentence. Um, Chrissia thought that I'm like taking her time. No, 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 no. <laughs> I thought that Mike said you had five minutes to talk about this. So I'm looking and I was like, you're a minute over. And but I think I was wrong. And you were like, no. I, I think, I, I think. I, you know what the thing is? He's just so passionate about this. So I'm just going to let it, just let it go. Yeah. I, I think as, as a member, of as, as a member of the Asian community, I can do math. And I think we're, we're good here. Yes. I thought we, I thought we, we were yeah, good there. Yeah. So. We're good. We're good. We're good. All right. Uh, all right. Um, all right. That's, that's funny. We have some sad, depressing news. Um, it's not depressing. But, like, it's a little uplifting. Depending, depending uh, on who the person is. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. But our Northeast editor slash my co-host on this podcast, she's moving on to greener pastures. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't know how much I can, like, talk about. I don't want to talk about things before they become official, but um, I'm moving on to the stuff that I am going to be probably doing for a long time is campaign stuff. So I'm, I'm really excited. I have uh, a job offer, and it's a really good opportunity, and I'm really excited to see where this takes me. Really sad that I'm going to have to put education on the back burner for now, but um, like I said, Opportunities only come once, and I think I just have to, you know, choose what I think is a priority. Yeah, college will always be here when you're ready to go back to it. Yeah, especially at TCC, they're so fun. they're so flexible. It's easy, so flexible. It's, good time. it's always a good time when it's flexible and all that. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> like you can sign up for many classes, offerings like I... daytime and nighttime. I'm glad how you brought them back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just I just want to congratulate. 
uh, congratulate Chrysia. Um, Chrysia and I actually came into the collegian the, the same, same day. today, like at the same day. I think I came in like an hour earlier than her, but that was just <laughs> me. But yeah, um, other than that, it's been a very fun experience working with Chrysia. Chrysia has been like our person when it comes to like politics. She has been involving in um, the collegian report a lot, so that's so we will have to fill that void. Without Chrissia. And now um, I'm going to have to like fix my hair and put on makeup <laughs> so I can do it. It's not, not going to be as bad as when Gunner <laughs> left. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, each of you has had a very different place in my heart. Like when Gunner left, I felt different. And then when you left, I felt different. All I right, mean, don't start. I'm going to start crying. So, so to see you go on, move on, and achieve great things, which. I mean, you deserve all that. And I know with your background and with all that, you can do so many more. Um, I just want to congratulate you. And Thank you. And you will do great. And Thank you. Yes. If you. If you have to leave us, at least <laughs> it's for you to do something to benefit your career and like do that immediately. So we're very yeah. proud of you. Mm-hmm. Thank and we're going to miss your political voice here. I'm going to have to be the only one. Uh, Oops. Uh, no, I, I will replace. You will chime I will, in? I will, I will rep- replace Chrissia as the centrist of the room. Good. It's okay. Oh we need that. God. We need that. I'm a, I'm quite leftist, so we uh, need yeah, balance. We need, we need balance. balance. <laughs> and then there's Michael is all the way conservative. So uh, I'm not all conservative. <laughs> uh, I just have I just have stuff I stand on, and <laughs> I, I love to see people going out going going off and achieving their dreams. Thank you. So. With that being said, I know I'm going to run across her in somewhere in totally different lanes. And we're going to still have conflict because we have our own stages. <laughs> so, <laughs> shouts out to male chauvinism and shouts out to girl power. Okay. Yeah, shout out to girl power. Girl power. <laughs> I'm, yeah, like I said, I'm really excited but really, really sad to be leaving. I feel like I've learned a lot here. Um, but, again. You take it with you. Yeah, yeah. I was actually I was doing my interview and I was like, at the, at my job at the newspaper. I was like barely talking about like my political experience. I was just like at the newspaper. <laughs> yes, I that just right. sounds good though, you know. <laughs> yeah. you, have re- you have good professional experience, so yeah, yeah. We're really excited for you. Yeah. <clears throat> That's all great. Um, do you have anything else to talk about? Uh, yeah. Let's talk about um some of maybe upcoming stories. Upcoming stories. Okay. Um, so definitely, you vote is coming this week. Um, it will be in Northwest, um, and our editor in chief will be covering it. Um, also, she will be writing a review about Lil Wayne, which is <laughs> gonna be super interesting. Yeah, if you want to hear this thirty-seven-year-old mom's <laughs> viewpoint on the newest Little Wayne album, then you better check out this next <laughs> newspaper because yeah. it will be in it, and it you can check that out. And you can make fun of me or agree with me. I don't care. Um, um, we're oh. having our first uh, mango review. That's true. We yeah. are. Yep. Um, the if you're one into that, really check good. it out. Yeah, the one shot of death notes. Mm-hmm. Um, Start watching the show last night. It's interesting. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, how how did I miss this? Show, so yeah, y'all get ready to check that out. So, yeah, 
Also, our editorial for next week. Can we talk about it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Let's do a preview. Our editorial for next week is actually kind of related to, like, my departure. So, um, it's, uh, is it okay to put, well, it's not a question. It's, it's basically, okay. it's okay <laughs> to put education on, like, on hold if you have a better opportunity. Yeah, a good professional mm-hmm. opportunity is, is really valuable. Yeah, and I'm going to expand on, hopefully I'll be, I'll be able to talk about it next Tuesday. If not, one of my other we'll talk about editors it. will talk about it. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going to focus on, you know, like, if your, degree, if your career doesn't really require a degree... Take the opportunity. Take the experience. That's basically what I did with my life. Um, I grew up dancing and training dancing and training others. And um, I was pretty successful in that career up until like four years ago when I decided to switch over to something else, something that required a degree. And so now I'm back in school. But yeah, I mean, people do it all the time. Um, where they take advantage of the professional opportunities and and the luck that they have in finding those. And it's really important to grab on and to recognize those opportunities when they come along. Yep. And this has been... The Editor's Roundtable Podcast. Go ahead and do it, yeah. All right. So thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of the Editor's Roundtable. (coughs) It's been really great being here. Remember to pick up the latest issue of The Collegian, available on all physical TCC campuses. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at TCC The Collegian. And be sure to visit collegian.tccd.edu for the rest of your TCC news from us here at The Collegian. That was the best one you did yet. And, and the do, last one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell Juan to just cut that up so he can just use it as a sound bite. So yep. you always be here in spirit. Oh. <laughs> He's going to be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't want that. You'll, you'll remain as an audiophile. Is that yeah. cool? Yeah. All right. Good deal. That's fine. Said, but other than that, we're out. All right. All right. Have a good day, y'all. See y'all. See Bye. Ya. Mm-hmm.